Hello, my name is Jared Wignall, and uh, this is my first podcast. Um, uh, I am somebody who makes various YouTube videos, primarily talking about films. Not really a review channel, but just, uh, you know, just talking about stuff I like. Um, and I've made some short films, and I've done some acting here and there. And basically, I really enjoy discussing the stuff I I, I really like. Um, in particular, you know, films. Uh, uh, and so I thought, why not do a podcast? Because you know, everybody else has a podcast. Why not me? Um, and so I thought, what better way to get started on a podcast than talking about my favorite film of all time, which is the original Star Wars, which came out 45 years ago today. And also this year is a very significant um, uh, anniversary year for Star Wars in that, you know, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, came out um, on May 16th, which is my birthday, 28, and I remember being eight years old, getting out of school early to see Attack of the Clones and loving it. Three years prior on my birthday, I got to see The Phantom Menace, and that was because I, there was like a special screening or something on that day, and uh, you could see it for before everybody else did, uh, worldwide, uh, three days, you know, just three days early. And so I saw it on my birthday, and then I saw it again when it came out everywhere else. And I saw Attack of the Clones a couple times, and I saw Revenge of the Sith uh, various times too in the theater. Um, getting out of school early on it, the day it came out also. Um, for me, I also noticed, um, I guess with my birthday, um, Revenge of the Sith also came out on my birthday, having the New York premiere, as well as it premiering at the Cannes Film Festival, you know, out, out, out of competition. And, um, yeah, so for me, in the pre prequels, you know, my birthday has always been associated with Star Wars. Um, but then again, so it was just May in general. I think of May as Star Wars month. And so, uh, the prequels came out around my, on, and around my birthday, and, uh, the original trilogy came out, you know, May 25th, you know, 1977 was the very first, uh, film, uh, in Star Wars, you know, now, it's called Episode Four: A New Hope, but back then it was just called Star Wars because, even though George Lucas wanted it to be Episode Four from the get-go, he was told that since no other Star Wars films exist, he couldn't do that, and so he relented and released it as just Star Wars. But The Empire Strikes Back and... Return of the Jedi all were released as Episode 5 and Episode 6. Um, and in 1981, in 1981, the uh, re-release of 
uh, Star Wars had Episode Four: A New Hope attached to it, and that has been attached to it really ever since. Um, and the original film is very simple, you know. Luke Skywalker wants more out of life, but his uncle doesn't want him to really leave Tatooine because, you know, the Empire and rebels and everything, you know, he doesn't want him involved in that or possibly getting himself involved in that, even if he's doing something else that wouldn't present himself in any danger to the Empire, but, you know, and, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's around, um, also known as Ben, you know, he's around there and he wants to train Luke, but, you know, doesn't want Luke to go off and possibly end up like his father, who, at this point, uh, from what Obi-Wan tells Luke, once the two of them meet in the film, you know, it's like, you know, Darth, Darth Vader, who is the main villain of the film, kills, uh, killed his, uh, father, and so we then later will find out, of course, in Return of the Jedi, that wasn't true, but as he puts it, you know, what Obi-Wan said was true from a certain point of view, you know, that's what he tells Luke, but up until then, you know, it's like, you know, being, seeing this is the first time, this was the first, uh, film I ever saw in the franchise, I think the first film I ever saw, period. And I just loved it from the beginning. Um, I, I, I love the characters. I love the story. Luke Skywalker is my favorite character in film history. I love seeing his journey from A New Hope until Return of the Jedi, that growth. He's just really excellent. And uh, this, this film is just... Uh, I think it really is just perfect. You know, it's as perfect of a film as you could get. You know, it's one that, you know, takes a lot from uh, from history to having a lot with uh, uh, influence from Akira Kurosawa, Japanese films, primarily Hidden Fortress, as well as some Western references like The Searchers. And specifically, um, the space opera 1930 serials of Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. Um, now, F Flash Gordon was something that George Lucas tried to acquire the rights to in order to, you know, make a, at that point, a modern Flash Gordon film. But then he was happy, actually, he didn't get to do that because he said he really wanted to do something else, which was Star Wars. And had he gotten the rights to do Flash Gordon, he wouldn't have been able to make, you know, the kind of film he really wanted to make. Uh, and so from there, you know, he wrote a, a huge script that was like, you know, 250 to 300 pages. And that was the entire outline for the entire original trilogy, and of course things moved around and were put into the original film, like moved up, like the Death Star was never supposed to be seen until the last film of that trilogy once he decided to break it up, but because he's like, you know, there might be a time where I won't be able to get this these films made, so I'll just take this movie, or take this part of the script and I'll make that into the film. 
And um, and from there, he you know he already had a bit of a backstory from how he said, but you know it wasn't completely fleshed out. And in the process of writing the various drafts of the original Star Wars script, he was able to get fleshed out as to what the film, you know, is going to be about and everything. And um, from there, there was stuff that you know when it came time for the prequels, he was able to you know, make, uh, make them and incorporate a lot of the stuff into, uh, that he originally planned at some point of possibly being in the original film, but dropped for one reason or another, like it didn't fit, or might have been too much, or this could be for another film, and, um, from all that, he actually realized he could actually make, uh, 12 films, because um, he did then have like a plan laid out of sorts, like episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four, episode five, episode six, episode seven, episode eight, episode nine, episode ten, episode eleven, and episode twelve. Um, now that Disney acquired uh, Lucasfilm, we got to see uh, what their version of seven through nine. Um, but who knows, we may never get to see 10 through 12. But then again, you know, if George Lucas ever had a real plan for those films, we won't know about it because Disney sort of did their own thing and allowed other stuff to happen with the recent trilogy. You know, and there's some stuff that says, like, they did sort of incorporate what George Lucas wanted, but then it wasn't in the order he would have had it, and, you know, certain things are sort of done differently than how he would have approached it, and I don't really want to just go in on all that, because, you know, it's not as interesting, per se, you know, um, I don't think, you know, I mean, I love the first, I love episodes one through six. Uh, to me, that's Star Wars, because you got George Lucas, you know, he wrote all of them, produced all of them, and had a hand with the direction. He directed one through four, you know, chronologically, but he was there on set quite a bit through um, five and six that he really had a huge impact on the shaping of those films, even if his name isn't listed in the, as director, um, but, you know, the fact that the original film had an incredible journey just from the writing process alone until the, uh, final, uh, version we get to see that people saw in 1977, and for somebody like me, got to see it on VHS for the first time. That was incredible. And of course, you know, there's the, the special editions and such, and people aren't too fond of those, but, you know, considering he always thought it was like 50% done, and, uh, or so, but, you know, later he said, you know, reality was, it was like mostly like, probably like 75%, but even then he was still disappointed because, you know, he's such a visual filmmaker that he wasn't able to get what he completely wanted and so it was always a disappointment until like 20 years later when technology 
caught up to him, to how he was always able to see those films and he was able to just sort of like get them um, get them closer to how he saw them you know able to put job of the hut back in and while there are people who say there's no reason for that because it just reinforces what we just saw with Greedo and all um, you know Jabba doesn't really know what all went down other than Greedo was killed you know and even if there was some other person not too far from you know Han and Greedo as they talked you know shot away um, they, they you know they may not have been able to hear every single thing that was said and so Jabba wouldn't completely know what all went down and you know and Han telling him stuff about this and that you know it does make a bit of sense that he would tell them or tell him specifically what the deal is what's going on and why he can't pay him um, I know people don't like the Greedo shooting first, and while my, my, I myself have no real problem with it, I do understand sort of like why um, people kind of get a hang-up on it. You know, the film, you know, it, that moment is sort of like a classic Western film where, you know, the good guy has to shoot first, otherwise they're dead. Um, but, you know, John... I, John Wayne was sort of an inspiration in that moment for Han Solo, according to George Lucas. And, you know, for him, you know, John Wayne wouldn't just shoot first. You know, he would wait until somebody went to shoot at him. And so, you know, then Han Solo shoots, you know, or John Wayne would shoot. And so that's what why Han Solo shoots right after Grio shoots. And... You know, in that way, that way, it does sort of make sense. But also, the setup sort of makes it like, you know, Han is justifiable in shooting Greedo before Greedo has the chance to shoot at him. You know, because, you know, he's already pointing a gun at him. His finger's on the trigger. Seems like at any moment, if things sort of take a turn, uh, Greedo will have no hesitation to shoot him, and so Han's shooting will be justified. Um, but again, I have no real problem with this change, um, because I do think some people kind of blow it out of proportion, especially when they go and say Han Solo's character is completely ruined and is, is just now worthless and dull and all this stuff, and people are over dramatic about it. And you could say you could say it's a stupid change, and all right, fine, that's your opinion and your right to have it, but to go and say that the character of Han Solo was permanently ruined is kind of a, I don't know, is, it, that's a bit much, I think. Um, I do wish that, you know, George Lucas had a better uh, release for the original trilogy, you know, a proper Blu-ray release, because the DVD release that I've got from, like, 2006 and such, um, with the special edition or whatever, the more current edition, along with the theatrical cuts of the original trilogy. You know, it's from the Laserdisc, and so now it has also the bars on the side, which, you know, isn't the best. Um, it's kind of 
annoying to having to adjust the TV to zoom in, or uh, perhaps if it's like a certain player, it can just automatically do that, but sometimes if you get a new player, they might not be able to do that right away, and so you're having to mess with the TV and such to ensure that the bars on the side aren't present, because uh, if you have an original tube TV, it's not a problem, but if you don't, then you've got to do some adjustments either to the TV itself or have a player that will automatically stretch it so that the bars on the side are absent. Um, but, you know, uh, since he wasn't all that fond of the original versions of the original trilogy of Star Wars, I guess it does make some sense that he wasn't uh, overtly fond of, you know, the cuts that people originally saw, like, he was just disappointed. Um, and well, you know, the space opera stuff, the melodramatic dialogue that are that is said here and there, um, that does fit, because against Star Wars, you know, that's a space opera. Space opera, which is, people don't know, that's, for science fiction, it's a subgenre. And, um... It's very character-driven. You know, straight science fiction is uh, about, like, the idea of something. And, you know, there's characters, but the idea is what drives the plot. It's not necessarily the characters themselves. But in space opera, uh, it is the characters that drive the story. You know, Luke Skywalker drives the, you know, original trilogy. He's the main character. Anakin is, like, the main character of the prequels, so he drives the story, and so on and so forth. And there's melodramatic dialogue, yeah, but considering the genre, it does fit, you know. It's supposed to be like a 1930s film serial, like Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. Um, you know, it does have some of those influences, of course, as has been said before, you know. I've said it on my YouTube channel. You know, there's. Uh, you can go and uh, YouTube.com and just type Jared Wignall, and um, you'll find. You know, you'll find me talking about Star Wars a lot. You know, there's a recent video where I talked about, you know, the this anniversary of this film, or and Basil's um, Attack of the Clones. You know, I have a series of film talk. So, on the off chance you found this first and not uh, my YouTube channel, yeah, give my YouTube channel a look, you know. I do, do do my best to talk about other stuff, too. Not just Star Wars, but I do love Star Wars, so... Even through this podcast, I'll probably talk about Star Wars a lot. Um, but I'll try not to always uh, make episodes focused on it, unless, you know, of course, like this. It's an anniversary, so I want it to be appropriate you know you know I'm talking about Star Wars so it makes sense to talk about it uh, but yes yeah, so this, this these films uh, the ones that George Lucas did uh, great films great story from beginning to end not the biggest fan of the Disney stuff but you know I know there are people who enjoy those and that's great you know everybody likes what they like anybody can like what they like there is uh, no problem 
uh, with that. Um, but yes, uh, as long as uh, people are happy, that's good. Um, and for those who enjoy all the Star Wars films, that's great. For those who only enjoy a certain uh, portion, I hope they uh, enjoy those a lot. Um, but I do think the six films that George Lucas did are the best. Um, I always have, and uh, really I always will. I'm very confident in myself for saying that. I think I it's fine to say like, I always will um, enjoy those films. So, you know, I hope if you enjoy Star Wars, this podcast was fine for you. Of course, you know, it's, you know, I was sort of rambling a bit, but, you know, I sort of do that, but I also make sure to stay on topic, and I did that, so that's always important. You know, it's unfortunate when sometimes people talk about something, but then they kind of go off on a tangent that's not related to, like, the topic at hand. In this case, it's Star Wars, and I did my best to just talk about Star Wars, which isn't hard to do, I I don't believe, for me. And um, I just have my fondness for this, so perhaps later on I shall talk about other of the installments I enjoy. Um, I don't really enjoy talking about the stuff I'm not fond of, so here at the end I'll just give you that. I... Same sort of thing on my channel. Occasionally I'll talk about stuff I'm not too fond of, but I try to limit those. I don't want to just be one of those things like a, a YouTube channel or perhaps a podcast that's just negative, because that's not fun. It's more fun to talk about stuff you like. Um, but sometimes uh, talking about things you don't like... Um, is necessary at times, but I don't want it to be the whole, you know, the whole focus on uh, my YouTube channel or this podcast. I don't know how many podcast episodes I will make, but I will try to do my best and make sure it's as good as it can be. Um, and I hope it's good. I hope it's decent. I know this first episode might not be the best, so... Please bear with me. Um, I'm just trying to do what I normally do on my YouTube channel. Though, of course, in this instance, you don't see my face, so perhaps that's a good thing. Um, hopefully my voice isn't terrible, but hey, you never know. You know I might think it's bad, but one might think it's good. Who knows? Anyway, um, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. I hope uh, the next uh, stuff will be good. I hope whatever I talk about next will be good. I don't want to really just... I wanted to make sure it's as different as possible. I don't want it to always just be talking about stuff that's, you know, one franchise, you know? I want it to be different. I want to be able to talk about other films... Though, it might be good to sometimes just talk about a franchise here and there, and then move on. You know, don't want to just dwell on something, because that could be the whole thing. And when I don't want it to be, like, the bulk of my podcast or, like, a show on YouTube that I got, 
the series, you know, that could be unfortunate because then it's like, well, now I'm only like the Star Wars guy or this kind of guy. And I don't want to just be known for that. Um, I want to be as honest as I possibly can. So I hope um, this podcast episode is pretty good for you all. And I hope the next one will be better. So, thank you all for listening. I hope all of you are having a great day and hope your week is going well. And I hope that the weekend will be excellent for you all. And so, uh, till next time, just take care and uh, watch some good movies. Um, I hope you all also like Star Wars, because otherwise that'd be awkward to listen to all this and you're like, I don't like Star Wars. Um, But whatever you like... Watch it and enjoy it and have a good time. See you all next time. Or talk to you all next time, I should say. Bye.